This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial complex. Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Mary Pass, because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty! The only thing we have to fear is fear itself! Sooner or later, though. You always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas, alternative media for discerning minds. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. On behalf of our audience, I would like to interrupt a regular programming to express my deepest sympathy and concern to our brothers and sisters in Japan. You may have noticed how I issued this episode later than usual. It was already recorded since yesterday, but the events of March the 11th prompted me to add this. As you may have already heard from the news, a Category 8.9 earthquake has hit northern Japan, and it is too soon to know the extent of the damages and casualties. So that you know, this earthquake, according to experts, was 1,000 times more powerful than the 2010 Haitian earthquake. Tsunamis have triggered waves that have caused even more damage. As if this wasn't enough, a nuclear power plant may be venting radioactive vapor. Surging radiation levels of 1,000 times more than normal have caused an evacuation of 3,000 people near the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant 
making it the first ever state of emergency declared at a nuclear plant in Japan. One last thing before we proceed to our normal programming. Last Saturday, I conducted a lecture at an organization called Tucson Awake and Aware. This morning, I received a few emails from people saying that I emphatically said during that lecture on March the 5th that March 11th will be the next significant date. I've included the following audio, which is a preview to this presentation. I will make it available in its entirety shortly. Here's the preview. Do you have a question back there? Yeah, I have two questions, actually. The first question I'd like to say is, uh, well, what's your opinion of what's going to happen in, say, 2012 in this quote-unquote event that I, I would agree with you. If you read the uh, Xerox document that's contained in Bill Cooper's book, he talks about the environment, and then ultimately the ultimate thing that's going to usher in the government is going to be a threat from outer space. Mm-hmm. What do you think that threat from outer space is going to be? What's your just instinctual opinion? Let me preface the question with another, <clears throat> with that, an answer. I, I think that if something's going to happen, it might be this year, 2011. I want to know if any of you, and if you don't, you're going to, what I'm about to tell you, you're going to do it from here on. Any of you look at your clock and your computer and always look when it's 11? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Amy, even my wife, who doesn't listen to my show, we were talking in the kitchen the other day, and she looked, like she goes, oh my God, I looked at the dishwasher and it said 11 the moment I looked. I asked uh, Stuart Swerdlow, one of my, my, my guests, what is up with this 11, 11 all the time? And he said that it's part of the programming. 11 means a beginning for something, 9-11. What happened uh, this year, one, in one eleven of this year, it's when the Tunisian revolt started. Okay? What happened in 2011? It's when uh, uh, Hosni Mubarak in Egypt left the country. And now it's a domino taking place. The next big date I hear, and I'm, I don't deal with predictions, folks, so don't quote me, but the next date is 3-11. Watch for that date. And the other one is 11-11 of this year, those dates. Now, to answer the question of what I think might happen, it's very unpredictable. These people, they have a script and they follow it. They're very, very patient. What happened to the economy in 2004 to 2008, that was all engineered. Just putting the interest rates so low, it's almost like giving a kid in a candy store all the stuff so they could come and eat it. But it was all engineered. During my communication with one of my friends in Japan, this person asked me what I thought of all of this. The first thing that came to mind was how the last prime minister stepped down when he was pushing legislation to expel the United States military from Japan. The U.S. military and Navy were ready to act immediately after the earthquake occurred. One piece of information that hasn't been made public in the last week is the resignation of its foreign minister. She also said that on Wednesday, she walked in Yokosuka near the Yokota base, and huge U.S. Navy ships were speeding up north. She says she even asked a friend if that was usual as she lives there. She was also very surprised to see the ships leaving such a hurry. She says, so yes, now the United States will keep Japan, quote-unquote, safe forever. We can't discount any possibility. Our thoughts are with everyone in Japan. And now we return to our regular programming. I want to thank all our members for your loyalty and support. Without you, 
tonight's show would not have been possible. Tonight, we fulfill the wish by so many of you who have been requesting an interview with one of the Disclosure Project witnesses. After a long period in seclusion, literally, tonight's special guest is Dr. Carol Rawson. Dr. Rawson and her husband have been threatened and have even been the victims of physical violence for some time. Dr. Rawson and I have been in communication for quite some time, but it wasn't until after her appearance at the 2011 International UFO Congress that she decided to come forward with this interview. I am honored and privileged to have her on the show tonight. We'll discuss her life and what has transpired since her participation on Dr. Stephen Greer's Disclosure Project in 2001. We'll also discuss the Outer Space Security and Development Treaty of 2011, which is what Dr. Von Braun had requested and instructed her to do when they met in 1974. For more information about that treaty, visit her website at peaceinspace.com. I had the pleasure of meeting Dr. Rosen at the International UFO Congress in Arizona, where I was able to capture this interview on video as well. You can also watch it by visiting our website, veritasshow.com, and clicking on the Veritas TV link. To listen or watch tonight's full interview and all our interviews, become a member. You'll receive instant access to all of our material. And remember, Veritas survives on your voluntary subscriptions only. So if you've been listening to the first segment of the show for some time, don't you think it's time to listen to the entire show and support our work? I hope you do. Remember, no sponsorship means no censorship. Just visit our website, veritestshow.com, click on the subscribe link, and take Veritest with you. And you can now download the latest show by the iTunes link. That simple. And if you're new to the show and are overwhelmed by the number of episodes, then purchase the 8GB metal case USB drive with Seasons 1 or 2. They both come with bonus material that you won't get anywhere else. Go to the Veritas store for more information. And I have a few things to share with you. First, I want to thank Marjorie for her invitation to the Tucson Awake and Aware meeting. I conducted a three-hour lecture we discussed so many topics, and the questions were outstanding. I filmed the entire presentation, and I'll be uploading it in the near future. This is the first time I've ever filmed any of my presentations. Judging by the response from the audience, I think you're going to like it. It was almost like dealing with so many parapolitical research topics all at once. Thanks again for the invitation and to all of you who attended. And we continue uploading interviews conducted at the 2011 International UFO Congress. What's new? Short interviews with uh, Bob Dean, A.J. Givard, Don Schmidt, Jim Marsh, and a lot more coming up. So visit Veritas TV, where you can also watch tonight's show on video. I will continue uploading more material periodically. And if you are a forum member, go to the forum. I will share with you how I've been saving about 20 to 25% on gas the past five years. I don't know why I missed sharing this very inexpensive way to save gas with you. I guess I was just doing it as a habit. But now that 
gas prices are creeping up again, I remembered why I started doing this in the first place. Some of you may know what I'm referring to. If not, head to the forum and find out. And you know I'm always talking about MMS. Well, I receive testimonials all the time. But this time, I decided to share this one with you. Quote, Mel, thank you very much for promoting MMS. Last year, I had a bad accident in my furniture shop that landed me in the hospital for four days. While in the hospital, I contracted a very bad staph infection, which almost caused me to lose my finger and more. I had to take so many antibiotics that my entire system went out of balance for the whole year of 2010. I was suffering from a terrible skin rash, allergies, and terrible joint pain, none of which I had ever experienced before. I was getting very depressed over my health situation. I was listening to one of your great shows when you talked about using MMS for yourself. I researched it and decided to give it a try. After one week of using MMS, all of my problems were gone. I feel as if my life was given back to me. God bless Jim Humble and you, Mel. My whole hospital experience cost me $80,000 and left me broke. It took me $40 of MMS to fix the problem. Shame on the FDA. Brian. Well, Brian, I'm glad to hear this. Over a year ago, my uncle went to the hospital and died of a staph infection, which is totally unrelated to the condition from which he was admitted. His son is a doctor, and no one could do anything. He died from complications from that staph infection at a very respected hospital in Florida. How do you think they would have reacted if I had told all the doctors, can you please try MMS? Listen to Jim Humble's interview if you're curious. And if you need to get in touch with me, just go to our website and click on the contact button and join me on Facebook. And now, get ready for aerospace consultant Dr. Carol Rosen. Her life and what has transpired in the past 10 years since her participation as a witness during Dr. Stephen Greer's Disclosure Project. Find out about a treaty she developed with her colleagues, including astronaut Dr. Edgar Mitchell, to keep space free of weapons. And here's a replay from Dr. Rosen's speech at the 2001 Disclosure Project. Good morning, my name is Carol Rosen. In 1974, after being a sixth grade school teacher, I was introduced to the late Dr. Werner von Braun in the US, the father of rocketry. In my first meeting with him during that first three and a half hours, he said to me, Carol, you will stop the weaponization of space. And I said, uh, you know, teachers don't stop until June. He said, no, you have to understand, this is February, and we have to prevent the weaponization of space because there is a lie being told to everyone that the weaponization of space is now first being based upon the evil empire, the Russians. There are many enemies, he said, against whom we're going to build this space-based weapon system the first of whom was the Russians, which was existing at that time. Then there would be terrorists, then there would be third world countries, now we call them rogue nations or nations of concern. Then there would be asteroids, and then he would repeat to me over and over, and the last card, the last card, the last card would be the extraterrestrial threat. 
Well, at the time, I kind of laughed when he said asteroids, and when he said extraterrestrials, I knew I wasn't going to deal with that subject. And now we hear on the news just today, this week, that they've slid in another enemy. Only this time we're going to protect our satellites. In other words, we have to have some reason to spend these trillions to waste these dollars on a space-based weapon system, and they're all lies. This is a system, he told me, that would never protect anyone. Even back then, he talked about suitcase bombs. He talked about chemical, viral, bacterial, bat biological warfare that these space-based weapons would never protect us against. And then he told me that, in fact, if you travel around the world, which I did after he died in 1977, I met with people in over 100 countries who were friends. They didn't want to build space-based weapons. I became a space and missile defense consultant. And I worked with people around the world. I became uh, an advisor to the People's Republic of China. They don't want to build a space-based weapon system. And he told me back then that they didn't. He said, go to Russia. They're considered to be the enemy. I got on a plane by myself. When I got to Russia, I had a list of people that I had read out of the newspaper. Chernenko was in office then. He was the only one I didn't get a chance to meet. They introduced me to everyone when I got there. And when I got back, I said, oh my Lord, this man is telling the truth. There are, is no threat. And I've been waiting until this day for 27 years. And I'm expecting the spin to happen because he also explained to me that in the, as a military strategist, as a person who worked on the MX missile, which I did later, he said, you will find that there is going to be a spin to find some enemy against whom we have to build space-based weapons. And now we should expect the spin because he said part of the formula for the intelligence community is if they might have a weapon, then we have to consider that they do have these weapons. So now they do have these weapons, so now we have to build these weapon systems. And that's the formula, except that it's all based on a lie. And we have witnesses here today that have shown you that these extraterrestrial beings, that these craft that have come here are now not UFOs, they're identified flying objects, and we know that they have beings in them. And we have witnesses here who have told you that they can shut down our missile silos, they can stop a rocket going into space that's a test. We have witnesses here who have worked in the classified departments who have the courage to come forward here to support what Werner von Braun told me back in 1974 to 77. And I will testify before the Congress that when I founded the Institute for Security and Cooperation in Outer Space, which I shut down a few years ago because I didn't believe we had a chance with this huge, integrated, around the world, complex weapon system, that we had any chance at all of transforming that war industry into a space industry that could provide benefits, like Dr. Greer has said, of global warming, we can end that situation of that problem. We can end the energy crisis. We can build now non-polluting technologies. Werner von Braun used to tell me that we could have cars back then that w drove around off the ground. He described this to me on beams so that we have no pollution on this planet. And we can solve the problems of the people that are urgent and potential and the other animals and the other cultures on Earth and in space. And we can end the arms race without dislocating the industry jobs, without disrupting the economy, by transforming, Werner von Braun told me, the war industry into a global cooperative space industry that will provide, he said, 
Finally, more jobs and profits on this planet than during any hot or cold wartime, more products and services that can be applied directly to solving the problems. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.